coming to you live from Bushwhacker HQ, it's Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And this is Off Trail. It's my best attempt at a, a Saturday Night Live intro. That was great. It was something. Yeah. Something different. We should make that a regular. Yeah. Um, so today, we are here, and we thought we would talk about the not-so-obvious. And by that, we mean, you know, things like abstract photos, um, you know, macro, texture, like things that, you know, a lot of people, when they get into photography, they're not actually like really ever thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, they just think, oh, landscapes, or portraits. And it's like, yeah. those are great. And obviously we enjoy them, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other things that you can dive into. And once you do, a whole new world opens up. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, so we're going to talk about some of that today. Um, I think the first thing we should talk about is just kind of what abstract means. Um, yeah, and I like, agree. Yeah, and like what kind of photos we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So lead us off, Chandler. Like, wh- well, so I think a really good example of this to start off with is you have this little from above collection, little top-down series that you do. I do. Um, where you, you take your drone up, you point the camera at the ground, and you literally are taking photos of different patterns and textures on the ground. So it's a really kind of good example Um, If you haven't looked at Luke's page, go check out Luke's page. Go check out all of his top-down stuff. That's a really good example of some abstract stuff. But basically, what what Luke is doing when he's taking those photos is he's looking at the ground and he's looking for different textures, different lines, patterns, shadows, anything that can make kind of a cool uh, color, you know, like different color balances, anything that can make a cool image. Um, You're not taking a photo of more a like an object you're taking more so a pat or a photo of different patterns um it's just a little bit different like we you know when we're doing portrait when you're doing portrait work you're taking a photo of a person if you're doing abstract stuff you're looking for colors and textures and patterns and lines and different things like that to take photos of yeah i think that's a pretty good start to the conversation you know it's like you're trying to look for like details yes and not necessarily some grand landscape or a person's face it's Mm -hmm. It's all about finding something that just looks interesting and, and unique, neat, that, you know, like, you just don't see ever. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at, um, you know, my page, I post some of these on both my not Luke Furman and the Luke Furman page, but not as often. Mm-hmm. But I have a whole separate page that's just for my top-down drone shops called From Above Collection. Yeah. Um, so if you check that page out, like you'll see, you know, back to back to back, like a ton of these, and you'll really get an idea of what we're talking about. Um, and just so like everyone knows what that collection is, it's it's a collection of all my drone shots where I'm looking literally straight down at the ground from the sky. Mm-hmm. So it's n- not even angled 89 degrees. It's everything's 90 degrees pointed straight at the ground. Um, and so all of it is trying to capture some crazy looking, you know, image that is you almost even know what you're looking at yeah is like the point of it Mm -hmm. um and sometimes this is you know down in the desert with just crazy cliffs and rocks that you know might have good colors to them yeah they might have interesting textures um or sometimes like you can really play with lighting and shadows um you know at the time of this recording i had recently posted one on my not luke Furman page um which was today that was of some sand dunes around sunset. And if you look at it, like half of the dune is 
basically just black. It's in mm-hmm. shadow, and the other half's lit up because of how dunes, you know, are. Yeah. And when the sun goes down like that, you can kind of get some really neat things because the shadows kind of curve and make points, and it's just a, a unique-looking thing. And yeah, so yeah. you can capture something like that and have it still make a really neat photo yeah. without having to pan up and have the horizon in your shot with the sun, the clouds, a person, anything like that. Yeah. So that's kind of what that is. But other times, it's, you know, I'm up in the woods and it's like, okay, I'm looking straight down on trees mm-hmm. or you're in the city looking down on roads. Like it can be anything like that. Yeah. And it all just comes back to this idea of finding patterns and details and textures out in the world. Yeah, exactly. I like to kind of think of it as like you're looking for stuff that the eye doesn't typically see, you know, and obviously a drone shot is a really easy example of that because. It drones, you know, really high in the air, and we, we can't see from where a drone is at. Um, but just, it, it's it's kind of taking a taking a unique view on the world. So whether that's from high up or even you know really down close and doing macro photography and taking a lot of detailed photos of you know whatever you know, a lot of people do like flowers and and insects and stuff like that. But there's a lot of stuff you can do with macro stuff. You can do water droplets. You know, I've yeah. taken photos. But this is before I moved out here of like icicles, mm-hmm. and it's not like crazy close up where you're like looking at like the individual particles on the icicle but like you can capture detail like with a macro lens like mm-hmm. in ways you can't do with other lenses and so you can like see a lot more of the fine details and, and just add something different to the photo yeah that you don't normally get yes and that's like the neat part about trying to do some of this abstract stuff yeah and if you do it right too like there's a, a lot of photographers that i you know like and i you know that i look up to who a lot of people you know kind of make fun of the landscape photographers who go out and take photos of mud cracks and like different ripples and stuff in, in the sand and, and stuff that, you know, happens from water. And it's kind of funny. So you're like, it's, it's cracks of mud. But like if you, if you photograph it correctly, it can create something that's really cool looking. You know, you get, especially like, you know, if you're doing the right mud cracks, or if you're doing um, different like ripples in the sand where like maybe the water is evaporated or there's something like that, then you get some really cool flow that happens in the photo and it, it generates some kind of a feeling. I don't know how to exactly explain it, but you can generate some really cool feelings through a photo like that. Yeah. And I think um, a little bit what you're talking about there, like it speaks to one, like how hard it can be to like start mm-hmm. in like the abstract space. Mm-hmm. Cause I struggled at first and I, for a long time claimed like, I, I can't do this. I don't yeah. know what I'm looking at, but then like, also it's just like, you don't know exactly what you're looking at. And that's kind of why it's abstract and cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can find cool things in places you never thought you'd be able to. So like things like mud cracks, like you don't anticipate it, but like, like you said, if you shoot it in the right way, you can pull something out of it that wasn't there before. Yeah. And suddenly everyone's like, yeah, that's actually a really great photo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just another way that you can challenge yourself to start looking at things in different ways and to push the level of your own photography. Mm-hmm. Because just like every other genre or niche of photography you try to do, whether it's street, landscape, portraits, you name it, like it's all going to boost your skills and help you to, you know, develop your eye for good frames in any other situation. Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think a uh maybe, you know, if you're getting into this, this is something that I've done a little bit, but if you're getting into abstract photography, one good thing to reference to is look at abstract paintings 
Yeah. So like that that is a really good point because like yeah. a lot of say that my top down shots, some of them look like they they're just like someone took a paintbrush and just drew over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you know, it's like you don't you wouldn't think to look for that. Yeah. out in nature but that's kind of just what it is yeah and that stuff i mean that those kind of patterns and color like that exists in nature yeah so. there, there, it's not you know it's it's totally different from taking landscapes portraits and stuff because like a lot of the the same like rules or like guidelines you have for like compositions mm -hmm. don't exist yeah it's like just find something that fills the frame in a unique way that is different than a lot of other things you see yeah and so you know, that makes it hard to be like, oh, is this a good photo or is it not? Yeah. And I'll tell you, too, from my experience, because I've been doing top downs for over a year now, it takes a little while to get the hang of it. Mm -hmm. But then another thing is, like, sometimes you take a photo, like in my case, again, top down shots, and you look at it and you're like, I don't know, but you can edit it to bring it back out. You can, yeah. Like, I, there's so many ones that I've had. I'm like, yeah, you know, this doesn't look like much. And then, you know, funnily enough, like half the time, it's just like dehaze sliders. Mm -hmm. And someone's <laughs> like, that's an amazing shot. Yeah. Like, that's all it takes. But like, sometimes you have to put a little work into it and it's not just going to be obvious right away. Even to me, I've been doing it for a while. But like, yeah. you can you can work some things out of those frames to make them even better. Yeah, and I think, you know, taking photos of something that's a little bit more, you know, not to use the word abstract, but, you know, abstract, something that's a little bit more unfamiliar to the eye, it gives you a little bit of creative flexibility, especially when you're editing. You can kind of push things a little, you know, some ways that maybe you can't if it's looking more like it should be like a real-life photo. Oh, 100%. And, you know, for a while, I was not going crazy mm -hmm. with it. Um, and some of my recent ones that you know, I haven't shared yet, but... Um, I have pushed like colors, for instance, mm -hmm. a little further yeah. than our natural. Yeah. You know, I have one in particular I can think of. I know what you're talking about. That's like, you know, there's greens and yellows and oranges and reds and blues. Yeah. And it, it was a rocky landscape. Like, let's be real. Like, those really weren't that strong, but yeah. like, they're kind of subtly there. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, because I remember when you oh, got something in my eye. I never, I remember when you took, because I was with you when you took those photos. And um, we were sitting there in your truck flying our drones. And you're like, dude, there's green everywhere. And it's like, you can see it. It's not as strong, but like, yeah. it's, it is there. You yeah. know, those, those colors do exist yeah. in nature. And then, you know, I push the saturation slider up a little bit, maybe play with the calibration panel in mm. Lightroom. And suddenly, I have a rainbow of colors throughout my frame yeah. that I can now play with. Yeah. But it, it, it gets to this point, like you said, because this is not like, you know, a normal landscape. It's like you can kind of push it, yeah, and and not you don't need to keep it like believable. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have trees in my shot, like it's say like top down of a forest, like I'm not gonna turn everything purple. Yeah, you know, like that's different. But like if it's truly something like you don't really know what you're looking at, and it's just like lines from cliffs and stuff, it's like okay, like let's see what we can do here. Yeah, or like if I have water, I might turn that water a little bit more blue. Yeah. You know, like I did this the other day, mm -hmm. you know, I had a top down from Utah Lake. And if locals are listening, Utah Lake is not very blue. Nope. It's very dirty. And there, I, I got some ice in the shot as well. Yeah. Um, and the way I took this photo is like half ice, half water. The ice I turned very white. The water I turned very blue. Mm -hmm. And even though I took that shot at Utah Lake, it looks like it belongs like in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, like it's just like for fun. Yeah. It's like, it's not like a normal photo where I gotta be like, okay, I gotta keep this like realistic. Yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna weird people out if you, if you push some certain things, you know? Yeah. Like, like abstract is, is an area of photography with, you know, that's, I would say maybe a little bit more artistic yeah. in nature than, yeah. say, just taking landscape photos or portraits. Yeah, it's because, definitely more artsy. Yeah, you so. have like that flexibility, the creative flexibility to do things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you can have some fun with it. And it's not just top downs. Like, I speak about top downs because, like, that's what I do. Yeah. And that's the easiest way for me to see that stuff. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But you can take the like abstract shots with your camera, mm -hmm. you know, you get a good like long lens looking at like sides of cliffs and stuff like you can find really neat patterns and textures that make a good frame yeah and i think one thing so we were down in southern utah you know a few weeks ago and um i've always really liked abstract photography but i've always been kind of scared a little bit to get into it just because it's it's not something i'm very familiar with and i especially you know i've been so focused on getting better at landscape photography and that's always been kind of my, my thing like I'm gonna do this landscape stuff I'm gonna do it as best I can and I'm only gonna really focus on doing that but I've always wanted to do abstract so every once in a while like every time we go out I take some abstract shots but I never really do anything with them because I'm just like eh, I, I don't I don't see it as well like I don't, I don't get it um but ever since seeing you do all these top downs I've been more like maybe I can you know let me let me try a little bit and I, I ended up actually getting some some shots that I you know I, I think I really like. And it's funny because when I took the photos and when I pulled them back up into Lightroom, I was like, eh, I don't know. I get the kind of the same feeling as I did before, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit with it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dive into it and just use that DH slider, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and it ended up being, you know, a a pretty decent shot, something I'm really happy with. So it's just it is kind of a weird genre of photography and there's there's a lot of I would say there's there's actually there, I think maybe what's hard about it is there's not a lot of rules you know there, there's just so much you can do with it and it's a little bit like oh I don't know you know yeah and it's almost like like I said before there's like less guidelines on how yeah. to to get a good photo because you know if you're shooting landscapes or portraits like a lot of times you're waiting till sunrise or sunset yeah I've taken amazing top downs midday yeah I've seen and it. I've taken them at sunrise sunset like I've taken them literally all day. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on, like, one, where you're at, mm -hmm. and two, like, the kind of conditions that you have. I personally love when it's overcast Yeah. when I'm taking my top downs. Like, when it's overcast, I know I have even lighting, and I have so much room to play with the photo. Yeah. Because there's not going to be harsh shadows down there, really. And, I mean, you've literally seen this. Like, I just move that dehaze slider over, mm -hmm. and... Like, the photo comes alive. Yeah, it really does. And then, like, that's almost all I have to do, and then just play with color a little bit, and I'm done. Yeah. But, like, it, it's a lot harder to get used to, like, that framework mm -hmm. because there's no structure to it. Yeah. And you have to just get used to it. And like you said, like, you're almost, like, nervous or scared to, like, take those photos. It's like, dude, just take them. You just got to take them, like, yeah. It's just like with every other kind of photo we take, you mm -hmm. know, like... We've talked about portraits a lot, and a good example of this, too, is a lot of people don't do that. If you're going to get better at something, you have to just start doing it. Yeah. And you may not get great ones right out the gate. You know, mm -hmm. I see a lot of people take top downs. And it's like, yeah, those are not bad. Like, you're almost there to get a really, really good one. Yeah. But, like, you're really close. So yeah. just keep trying it. Just keep going for it, yeah. But, like, I applaud the people who are doing that. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what you should be doing. Like, just jump in. 
see where you're at and just keep working at it. Because then you're going to develop not only like editing skills for it and know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You're going to recognize like how to shoot out in the field, whether it's like knowing times of day, conditions, or being able to see compositions. Yeah. Like that'll all start coming a lot more naturally. And like you're going to end up just building a, a good portfolio. Yeah. With all of that. But like you have to just practice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, that's how photography is just in general. But um, I was going to say, I was thinking about bringing up this point about maybe suggesting some, you know, or maybe talking about what kind of gear maybe can help improve that. Like a drone, for example. I think a drone, you know, if you're looking to do some really good ast- or uh, abstract stuff as far as like, you know, top downs and things like that, like a drone is a really good option. Um, I think another one is look into getting a macro lens um, or, you know, something that's a little bit of a longer lens. Not that you can't do it. You can do abstract with whatever you have. Yeah, like I've taken like, a, you know, a shot of like the side of a, a tree. Mm-hmm. And like when I was in Hawaii, like the side of a banyan tree, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a wider angle lens, but I was closer to it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to be far away. Yeah. But like we're talking about like maybe shooting like the sides of a cliff or a tree line, anything like that. That's when you might want something a little tighter because it yeah. kind of flattens the frame a bit because that's one thing about like shooting top downs is it appears completely flat mm-hmm. and that's where like a lot of the different characteristics that we normally see in the landscape they disappear yeah and it just becomes one flat canvas that just looks like there's lines all across the place exactly and so if you don't have a lens that can kind of do that and it's still you know like with wide angles still kind of holds a lot of the depth in a photo mm-hmm it's harder to pull some of those things out. Yeah. So a, a longer lens can help with that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you can get abstract stuff with whatever you have, but there are tools that help you to get different kinds of shots, so shots that might be, you know, even better, like you said. So something that, that flattens the image and you know, gets you a little bit tighter. Yeah, but like ultimately I think shooting abstract stuff is a, a, just a great way to just continue to be creative Mm. You know, and just push yourself in, and keep things fresh. Yeah. Like one of the reasons I love taking top downs is because it's so different than taking a normal landscape yeah. or a portrait. And it's just like almost a release from an escape from the normal photo life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to go fly around and look straight down on the ground, see what yeah. I find. Yeah. You know, and like half the time I end up finding really cool things. Yeah. That make cool photos. And it's just by trial and error. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't find them, but like other times we were in Southern Utah one time, I literally got 24 new ones in a matter of 30 minutes yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and they were all different. Yeah. It's not like they were like the same, mm-hmm. like not only like were the, I guess the concepts, the designs different, but like then I edited them all differently. Yeah. And like you can really have some fun with it and just break up your normal routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it's fun in that way. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you go to the right spots in Southern Utah, too, like it's it's like a playground for, for top-down stuff and abstract stuff. Yeah, so. but like all, at the same time, like don't feel like you have to be in Southern Utah you, to do yeah. this. Oh, yeah, you definitely don't. I mean, I've also been Wyoming and Idaho and Arizona. Like, I mean, granted, those are also really cool places. But like yeah. I've gotten cool stuff in Michigan. Yeah. In Illinois. Yeah. Like you can get top-downs anywhere. Yeah. You know, you can find roads you can find fields trees like there's so many lakes like there's so many different things that you can include in a frame to like split a frame in half or Mm -hmm. just curve through your frame like 
You don't have to be in the desert where all the cool stuff is. Yeah, no. Or, you know, if you're if you don't have a drone, you get your camera out and go go find some trees. Go find some, you know, like I said, a lot of people like to take pictures of, you know, like macro photos of flowers. And there, there's just a lot that you can a lot that you can do. You know, if you really want to if you really want to push yourself and if you really want to stretch your creative muscle, you'll you'll you know, go find something. Yeah. So. You know, and like again, I'm gonna speak from top downs because that's more my your jam. My my jam in this sandwich. You yeah. Know? Um, but like when you're trying to find compositions, because that's like the tricky part a lot of times. You look mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, just, just take it. Mm-hmm. Take the photo and then bring it back to your Lightroom or wherever you're editing and and get a second look at it later. Don't decide then, ah, it's not good. I'm going to move. Yeah. Especially when you're developing the skill, like just take it out in the field mm-hmm. and then come back and check on it later. But also just like, you know, if you need to like go to like my page, for example, to see what like I do with some of my photos. A lot of times it's like I'm splitting the frame in half yeah. with one thing on each side or like a river is like curving through, but it either like ends like at the very top center and bottom center or like it curves like corner to corner. Yeah. Like there are certain things you can do, like like all these different like patterns, you can find some kind of balance in them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just going to go find a cliff and let the cliff line like just run jaggedly through my frame mm-hmm. and just end. But like there's still balance in the photo somehow. Mm-hmm. It's just like the cliff's here and the bottom's there and it works out in making a great photo. Yeah. But that's not something you're going to see and get the hang of until you start doing it. Yeah. And I think this is just a thought I had after listening to you say that, but I, I feel like, you know, when you're doing more abstract stuff or specifically top downs, you're being much more mindful about your entire frame. And so it, it's almost improving your composition skills because now it gets you used to thinking about how do I fill out this entire frame appropriately? You know, I found a lot of times when I'm taking landscape photos, I will frame up the part of the landscape that I really like and I'll, I'll take the photo and I'll get it back and I'll be like, why did I leave so much sky? Like half my frame is, is empty. You know, it, it, it doesn't work. It's like, or it's too right heavy or it's too left heavy. So really working on paying attention to your entire frame and working out how to balance it. I, I feel like that, that does a really good job at kind of building that that skill. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, it's it's something that, like, when I'm out flying, especially now because I'm, I'm used to it, like, you know, I get up in the air and I'm looking around. I'm not looking straight down yet. I'm just looking around. And I'm noticing, like, oh, there's, like, a cliff there. There's uh, some big rocks or some paths, like, trees or whatever. Like, I'm seeing these, like, almost in a normal, with a normal eye, not mm-hmm. top down. And I'm like... There's going to be something there. Yeah. And then I just go over and then look down and I just start looking for it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fine tuning the frame. And I can't tell you how many times I find this. I'm like, okay, I, I can see it here. And then it's like, okay, I got to like just move a little bit more, a little bit, rotate just a little bit, like just fine tuning with just micro movements. Like to you said, what, what you said there was to just fill out the frame like properly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm also kind of thinking about like how to crop it to four by five for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, which you know, that's a different conversation. But um, like, it really does force you to slow down. Yeah. Which I think is a great skill to have as well, because that also transfers over to like what I do with portraits and what I do with landscapes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when I'm at shooting portraits, a lot of times too, it's like I'm just trying to find the right shot, mm-hmm. not just get every shot. It's like find the one, and it's the same thing with abstracts yeah exactly you know and all those 
all of those um, aspects of, excuse me, abstract, you know, textures, flow, and lines, and color and stuff, that all applies to portraits and landscapes because you're still paying attention to all of these different lines and colors and, and textures and whatnot. And there's, there's all these different elements that you have to play with and all these different types of photography. And so by really focusing on those, or maybe even hyper-focusing on them in abstract just kind of helps you to see them a little bit better when you're doing other types of photography. Yeah, you know, just have some fun with it. You yeah. know, it's going to be new for a lot of people. Yeah. They've I, never tried this. And again, I was that same way. And then mm-hmm. it's at some point, I don't know how, it just clicked. Yeah. And it's like, suddenly I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what I did. Yeah. But it's just just practicing. Yeah. That's all it is. But you have so much, so much to play with, you know? Yeah. From that kind of perspective. So there's a lot you can do. Yep. And it's fun. Um, I hope that this episode, uh, the, the focus of it was relatively obvious, even though we're talking about the not so obvious. Yeah. You know, like you can do a lot more with your work than you think, and you can push yourself create creatively. And yeah. Like, that's the point of trying to explore in new situations like this. Yep. So, Search for the not obvious. Yeah. It's just fun. So, and it'd also be fun if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, uh, we would greatly appreciate it because that helps us out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and leave a comment, you know, if you are into this abstract game as well. Uh, if you want to challenge me to a top-down battle, Oof. bring it on. Will Mars, I'm looking at you. <laughs> he's been. He's been coming for he's me. He's been coming for you, yeah. He's been coming for me. He and, wants that throne. And I don't like it. Yeah. But, um, but no, like, leave a comment. If you want to have some fun, we can go shot for shot. I'll beat you. It's okay, though. Um, but yeah, that's our YouTube channel. We're also on all major podcasting platforms if you prefer audio only. So there's that as well. So we'd love for you guys to uh, go follow us on all those channels. And uh, we're going to end the episode here. We had a bounce because we have a little uh, dinner. Go and get some pizza. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be some fun. Yep. All right. See you guys later. Bye.